This is a recording of the Viridescent Circle. My name is Kirsten Pintokofer. I write to you from a cottage on the edge of Lake Winnipeg, where I live with the weather, the trees, two cats, two dogs, and Stefan. These recordings are letters of love, inviting you to places of intersection, where time and eternity meet. I'm grateful and gladdened that you have decided to listen. A letter for morning prayer. Epigraph. Men's curiosity searches past and future and clings to that dimension. But to apprehend the point of intersection of the timeless with time is an occupation for the saint. No occupation either, but something given and taken in a lifetime's death in love, ardor, and selflessness. T.S. Eliot, The Four Quartets. To one who is loved. I'm sitting here writing to you in the early morning, coffee in hand, common prayer book beside me, lines of psalms and prayers still ringing in my head. The edges of the world are just emerging from the thick dark of night. The outlines of trees are coming to be, as if they have just surfaced from the depths of creation. With each passing minute, the blue of sky becomes more blue, the black outlines make stark shapes. I'm writing to you, because I want to speak to you about the intersection of time and eternity. This is why. I am aware that the world in which you exist is fragile and anxiety-provoking. I've seen the look on your face. I've seen you work hard to figure out how to be good, to do good, in the midst of this falling apart world. I do not know how hard it is to be where you are, at the beginning of adult life in this volatile world, and I don't know your path ahead. What I do know is that you need light to face this future. And I have caught a glimpse of dawn light through an open door, and I need to tell you about it. It is light that I have found to be independent of circumstance, success or failure, wealth or poverty, health or sickness, the resolution of the world's ills, or anything else but itself. This good light is within it all, and I believe it has everything to do with the relationship between time and eternity. So I'm hoping that you might bear with me while we explore how this good light might be and how this door can be cracked open within one's being. I would like to write to you on occasion for a solar year. We will go through time together, moving through our measurable existence, our becoming. We will consider our daily dawns and dusks and the offices that honor them. We will consider the cycle of the solar year, the weather and the wind, and the feasts and fasts which punctuate it. These will be the medium of our exploration. To be specific, 
I will write you on Christian feast days and fast days, and I will also write a few letters like this one about the rhythm of the day. The reason I want to write to you on Christian feast and fast days is because these moments in time link us to eternity, to that which is unbound by time, to that which is timeless, to the one who is without beginning or end, the one we call God. God who simply is without becoming. The letters won't necessarily be about the details of the Christian feast or fast or office, which is the occasion for their writing, but rather they will be about the opening to eternity which this particular layered moment of the natural world and of the Christian feast seems to provoke. All I ask of you is that you take what you desire from these letters and that you let these seeds sit somewhere within you while you weather your life and walk through the woods of your experience in time. I don't want to try to convince you that everything is going to be okay. I'm not sure it will be. Neither do I want to teach you some method to keep calm, keep things in balance, and find joy in all things. I do think practical skills matter for pay at paying attention to what is given to us in our time within the natural world, and they matter for developing the tenacity for standing at the crossroads of time and eternity. So there will be some discussion of practices and disciplines in our explorations, but they cannot be at the center because we and all our efforts are not at the center. There is more than we can ask or imagine. There is grace when our efforts fail. And that is the like, the light we seek to know. Practices and disciplines are often the muscles which open doors, but it is the heart which moves us. The heart is moved by longing and desire so, I want to make you feel your heart long, to touch the timeless wind and the eternal sun at the door of your inner life. I want your heart to move you, so that when you are at your most anxious and confused, and when joy awakens you and gives you life, you will know that it is worth making the effort get up, to go to the door, to open it, and that in one way or another, the infinite will always be there waiting at the door of your heart. I want to be a witness to that which I believe is trustworthy and true. I have spent my life within the Christian tradition. I have walked in that tradition in innocence, enthusiasm, doubt, disregard, duty, and for many years now I have walked in faith. What brought faith into my lived experience was the hard intellectual work of theology, the rhythm of the offices of the day, the rhythm of the Christian year, the rhythm of the natural year, and the natural world, some 
suffering. And most importantly, through it all, I have become absolutely convinced that the Trinitarian Godhead loves the created world. And this is what has brought me to faith. I have come to know at the bottom of my being, beyond reason and words, that love is the essence of all that is and all that the Trinitarian God intends for all of creation. Thus, in these letters, I would like to ask permission to speak to you from within that great love and to address you as loved and beloved. Thomas Merton once wrote, We are not persuaders. We are children of the unknown. We are ministers of silence that is needed to cure all victims of absurdity who lie dying of a contrived joy. Let us then recognize ourselves for who we are. Dervishes mad with a secret therapeutic love which cannot be bought or sold and which the politician fears more than violent revolution. For violent changes nothing, but love changes everything. I love this quote. And this is the energy and spirit beyond these letters. When I dress you as beloved, I address you as first and foremost beloved by the God of the universe, and in so doing I state my intention that I want to speak to you and be with you always within that love. Edith Stein, the great phenomenalist and saint, said, Do not accept anything as truth if it lacks love, and do not accept anything as love if it lacks truth. Infinite love must constrain and chasten every word I write to you. It must fill every idea and thought and hope and whirl it around like a dervish in your mind and in mine. Pseudo Dionysius says that eternity is the home of being while time is the home of things coming to be. What I want most for you is to find your home, your inner being home, so that you can feel at home in this world wherever you are and be free. Thus, I am asking you to make yourself available to eternity. How do we begin, you ask? Well, the simplest spiritual answer is to pray. Prayer is more than you or I think it is, but it is also very basic. Sometimes to open a door, you just have to ask. Prayer is asking. And the morning office of the BCP is a way in which Christians have asked to open and to be opened for centuries. Thus, when you are praying the offices, you are never praying by yourself. It's all we in the office. People have been praying this for so long, every day. People will pray it for a long time to come. You join them when you say your prayers. And we need this weeness as we stand at the intersection of time and eternity. And this weeness includes the whole earth. 
the angels, the apostles and the martyrs, those in light and those in darkness. So as you pray, try to notice all of them about you. Stop and listen to the wings of angels. Listen for the tears of those that are suffering in the world. Bring them into your prayers. And while you're doing this, watch the sunrise. You can wander through all the joys and problems of your daily life and tether them here in these prayers. There is a place for them. The amber orb is above the horizon now, and the tips of the birch trees are candles burning with the delicate luminescence. It is beautiful. I should finish my prayers. You will be there with me as I pray. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. In love and under the mercy. You have been listening to the Viridescent Circle. Thank you to all those who helped make this happen. I hope you have a beautiful day. <laughs>